Reds Hot Stove League on 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League. We are live from Goodyear Ballpark in Goodyear, Arizona, where the Mariners just beat the Reds 5-3. to three. Uh, A lot of good things happened in this game, though. Stevenson was brilliant in one inning of work. We saw T.J. Antone again this afternoon. He was outstanding. And the guy that has been the talk of camp so far is Jose Garcia. And Garcia hit a double today. That gives him three hits for the spring, including a couple of home runs. He's been really, really hot for the Reds. And uh, he certainly is getting a lot of attention, and deservedly so. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about him a little bit later on in the show. A lot to get to today. Uh, we'll have Sonny Gray on a little bit later on. Great conversation with him early in camp. You'll hear that uh, chat coming up a little bit later on. Talking of pitching, the Cowboy, Jeff Brantley, is with me. I'm Tommy Thrall. Thanks for listening in today. And, uh, Jeff, well, let's get right to it. We talked about Sonny Gray. It was good today. Um, kind of expected that we might see kind of an A-game type effort out of Sonny Gray, and I thought that's what we got. Yeah, I think early in spring training and, and really throughout spring training, your your biggest the, – the one thing that you look for right away is are your guys healthy? Do their arms look good? Are they free and easy? Are they throwing the ball the way that they're supposed to? Results, especially for – you could say all five of these guys that are that are on this staff, uh, the, from the starting standpoint, you, you push results off to the side just a little bit. Um, maybe think about that a little more as you get towards the end of spring training. But I, I think, number one, you're looking for, for health. You're looking for delivery, nice and free and easy. And it just seems like every pitcher that we've seen uh, take the hill is they they look awfully good. Everybody looks like they're in condition and and ready to go. I mean, this is it seems like we talk about it every spring, but it's it seems more pronounced now than I, I've ever seen it. Now I haven't been around spring training as much as as you have, but I mean, pretty much everybody we've seen looks ready to go, uh, pretty much right away. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, you you kind of look at the way that that pitchers are pitching now versus what they were years ago guys come to camp they're they're ready to go they're they're throwing all of their pitches are they as crisp as you would have them in the middle of the season no but what they're doing is they're trying to get to that point as quickly as possible and a lot of it is lengthening out the arm trying to get that fastball into the into their preferred velocity but I think guys are trying to get their breaking ball much earlier than what you saw years ago. And, and that in, in that same conversation, hitters have to come expecting to see breaking balls and, and you're seeing upper velocity fastballs. They're not laying it in there. I'm going to ask you this, and, and it might be a hard question for you to answer, but, but who's it harder on? Is it harder on a hitter? that comes in after getting in their off-season work because they're mostly hitting off a tee or maybe a machine. Um, but but a lot of times it's just it's just kind of staying in shape and, and getting your swings in while pitchers are throwing off mounds. So who's it harder on? Is it harder on a hitter facing a pitcher for the first time competitively or is it harder for the pitcher facing the hitter? I, I think for the most part it's more difficult for the batter simply because even even a veteran guy that's been around for years and understands the – the ins and outs of spring training and and hitting in in its own right you're still trying to figure out timing and and just the visual perception of the ball coming to the plate with upper velocity 
the guys that really have the benefit in this arena that we have here in the end of February and March are the guys that have played winter ball. The guys that have been out and whether they're in Venezuela or whether they're in Puerto Rico, Mexico, uh, not really the Arizona Fall League because that, that has ended well well before we get here, but there are a lot of guys that are playing all the way up until maybe 10 days before they report to spring training, and, and those are the guys that are in, in really good baseball shape. The guys that are in good baseball shape, they're not surprised by the breaking balls and the fastball. The Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser, proud sponsors of the Reds Hot Stove League. Grab your buds for our next live show at the Holy Grail Banks coming up on March 25th with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets. The Holy Grail Banks, Cincinnati's home for sports. Of course, that is opening day eve, so we will certainly get excited about that. Um, we've seen Mike Moustakis a couple of times now. I've been pretty impressed with what we've seen out of him. I know we, we had a lot of hopes for him coming in well he's looked he's looked pretty good so far in his first couple of games yeah I don't I don't worry about veterans that are like Castellanos Votto uh, Suarez the only reason you would worry about Suarez is because of the shoulder surgery guys that have been around um, I think you they understand what it takes for to get themselves ready they're they're not so worried about uh hitting a home run or, or a batting average in the first two weeks of spring training or a batting average in spring training, period. Uh, I have seen veteran players come into camp, work on certain things. You get to the end of spring training, and all of a sudden, bam, 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 they're ready to go. But their batting average might be 130. But yet, they've got everything in a spot that they want it to be at. And by the time you hit the ground running on opening day, they're ready to go. And I think that's – you have to, as a manager, if you're David Bell – you have to trust that those veteran players understand, they understand what it takes to get themselves ready for day one. Well, one thing that, that I like today, and, and you talk about that, and you can't put too much stock in it, but it just kind of gave me a taste of what we might expect this season. Uh, you, you see Moustakas get the leadoff walk. Uh, he went up to second base. Uh, Mark Payton, okay, we might not see a lot of Mark Payton. Christian Colon singles him, but we saw... Nick Castellanos put together a good at bat. Uh, it was the, the fifth inning. That's what it was. It was um, Jankowski had doubled to start the inning. Votto drew a good walk, and then Castellanos ripped a single to drive in Jankowski. Uh, it was a combination of what we saw from Moustakis in the second inning, and then that combination of Votto and Castellanos kind of hitting one, two, or two, three in the order and producing a run just gives you a little taste of what we might be able to see and kind of it, it at least for me, it got me excited because that's the type of stuff I think we're hoping to see this season. Yeah, I, I think that from a from a Reds fan perspective, and, and I know from, from David's perspective in the front office, you're really trying to get as deep and as tough of a lineup as you can get from one until you get to the pitcher. And, and I think the, the deeper that you can get that, you don't have to have so much pressure to perform or drive in a run with just two or three guys. And a lot of lineups are constructed that way. You, If your three, four, and five guys don't drive in the one, two guys, well, you got to wait another round through the lineup before those guys get back to the back to the, to the plate. And if your one, two guys don't get on base, well, then you got a problem. If the longer and the tougher that lineup can be, and I think that's really where the Reds have put themselves as long as they can get Senzel and Suarez healthy relatively quick, 
I think this is going to be a very difficult lineup to face, and I don't care if you're Max Scherzer or whoever you are, for that matter. Well, and I think that's the that's the key. You don't necessarily need everybody to hit home runs, but you want guys to give you good at-bats. And we've seen some good at-bats from the guys you expect to see that from already early in camp. And I, I think there's always – even the veterans, you know what they're going to do. The, the, a lot of times – the, the saying goes, the back of your baseball card is going to give you a pretty good indication of who you are. But when you're with a new team and when the fans see somebody new come in, sure they're excited about it, but they want to see it firsthand to really believe it. We, we've seen certainly some things that we expected to see, which is nice already in camp. Yeah, I, I think everyone expects this club to, to come out gangbusters, winning right away. Uh, you have – you have a great rotation as long as these guys can stay healthy, give you a chance to win every fifth day. Uh, you're not going to win every single time out. It, it just doesn't happen in no. our game. I, I think the the thing that the fans want to see is the competitive edge, the drive to win, um, and the aggressive nature on the field. That is that is the part uh, that, that Cincinnati fans really respond to. It's not – I mean, yeah, they love winning – but they also want to see you get people on the field and get after it. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. We'll hear from Sonny Gray coming up, but more with the Cowboy Jeff Brantley when we continue on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back. Red season ticket plans now start at just 13 games. The new 13-game membership gives you great seats for all Saturday home games, plus guaranteed opening day and postseason ticket options. And with the flexibility of the season ticket exchange program, if you can't make a Saturday, you can trade for another game. For additional information, visit reds.com slash membership. Along with the Cowboy Jeff Brantley, I'm Tommy Thrall. We've been talking Red Spring training. It is so nice to see games going again. And, uh, well, we, we've got a really nice comment uh, in a little while. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. And uh, we've been talking pitching. We haven't talked a lot about the position players, but let's get into that a little bit because uh, there's some spots that could be open. Um, the, the update right now on Nixon Zell is that he has just started throwing. He, he's thrown the last couple of days, so he's thrown a little bit now, but still not quite there Um if everything goes perfect, maybe there's a chance he could be ready for opening day. The same kind of holds true with Eugenio Suarez, but he's still not throwing. He's also not swinging with two hands. Now, with Suarez, David Bell seems to think that once he starts that, he'll be pretty much ready to go. He's kept himself in shape, uh, so that's a good sign for him. We also haven't seen Freddie Galvis throw the baseball yet either. He hasn't played in the game. Uh, Freddie Galvis, there's no damage there really. It's just a sore shoulder that's kind of kept him out. Uh, so, But there's some uncertainty there, I guess. Things come opening day. Uh, how, do you, what, how do you size this up as far as contingencies go? Well, I, I don't worry so much about Freddie Galvis, and I, I wouldn't worry about any veteran player missing the first week, 10 days of spring training. There, spring training is so long now, there's plenty of time for a position player to catch up. Pitchers is a different story. You've got to, you've got to have that build up and, and length as far as pitching goes, especially as a starting pitcher. But I, I look at both Suarez and Senzel, and 
you can wear rose-colored ga- glasses and, and believe, okay, after shoulder surgery, they're going to be ready to go on opening day. If, if I am in that locker room and I know that I have a chance to make this club, I am assuming that Suarez and Senzel are not going to be ready on opening day, and I've got a chance to make this club. With that being said, there are several guys that are out there that kind of have their backs against the wall. I mean, you you say, all right, well, if Senzel's not going to be there, it opens up maybe uh, an, an infield spot because Senzel's not going to be playing at, a, at an infield spot along with Suarez. You're, you're looking at, at two extra spots that – could very well be available on opening day. A lot of that has to do with your flexibility. Can you play infield and outfield? Uh, can you play in the middle part of the infield? We know that Moustakas could move to third in a, in a flash, but you also have to look at what kind of production can you give me with the bat? Right. Well, I think Kyle Farmer, uh, in our conversations, he seems to be a lock for this team. I mean, that there hasn't been any debate about him he gives you a third option at catcher. That way you can really platoon with Tucker and uh, Kirk Casale. And then even in-game situations, you could pinch hit one or the other. Well, that, that goes back to my my thought of, of flexibility. There right. is no other player that can play shortstop and catch. And you could put Farmer in the outfield. He He's just one of those types of athletes that can do a lot of things defensively and still bring you a quality bat that can give you a home run late in a ball game. Right. There's not there's not many guys that can play all the infield spots and catch. I mean, that is certainly very rare. In celebration of the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Negro Leagues, the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum is proud to showcase the Shades of Greatness exhibit presented by Densmore now through April 17th. This critically acclaimed exhibit features 35 original works of art produced by 28 diverse professional artists from across the country. For details, visit redsmuseum.org. So we talked about guy. Uh, we talked about a guy like Kyle Farmer. He's a lock. The rest is kind of up for grabs. Josh Van Meter we saw for a little while last year had a really good month at the plate. Uh, provided some power. Showed that he can drive the ball out of the ballpark. You can put him a few different spots on the field, but he's not going to give you great defense. If you would figure he's an option. We've seen Alex Blandino in a few different spots. Uh, I, I don't know where he sits. And then there's a guy like Christian Colon. He's not on the 40-man roster right now, but he has big league experience. He has World Series. He's won a World Series, and he's had hits in the postseason. He has two very key hits in the postseason. Uh, he's a good clubhouse guy. He probably gives you a little better defense than maybe some of the other guys. Does he fit into the mix somewhere? I I think that anyone that can put together a quality spring training, uh, I think they they put themselves into the mix. Christian Colon, he's got history in the at at the big league level. Yeah, I I think he's got a a grand opportunity because he can play either of the uh, middle infield spots. We know he can play third base. And he's got some experience hitting in, in crucial situations. I think ultimately you're not looking for a player that is just going to try to be an everyday player. That, that's not what the Reds are after. What they're after is a stopgap. Give me some semblance of offense and adequate defense. That way we can get to the, to the time where we have Suarez ready and we have Senzel ready. And that's really where Josh Van Meter comes in. 
if Van Meter can put together a good spring training, and, and so far he's off to an awfully good start. His at-bats at bats look great. He's very patient. He's getting pitches that he can hit. I think that, that Van Meter gives you a, a, a unique option because he can play second base, he can play third, and he can play left field. But it's hard for a guy like that, isn't it, to really – you look at a guy like Kyle Farmer, he can play all, all over the place, but that's natural ability. Right. It's hard for a guy like Josh Van Meter to, to improve because he's playing so many different places when maybe he doesn't have the same natural defensive ability that another guy has. But I, I think for Josh, going after the experience that he had last year at the major league level, he was playing in the big leagues in left field. That's not his position, but yet he was able to do it adequately enough and show enough Im improvement and, and he worked hard enough at it that I, I think he impressed the guys that, that are the coaches on this staff. And I think he impressed the front office. He's a left-handed bat, and he's got some power. And I, and I just believe that the guys that can show enough offensively really have a step up. It's not just from a defensive standpoint, because sooner or later, Senzel and Suarez are going to come back. But if you put together a good offensive spring training with a little bit of history behind you, it really increases your chances of making this club. Don't forget about Derek Dietrich, who was signed late as well. So, I mean, he, he, I think we're closer to seeing the first half of Derek Dietrich than the last half.